Login authorized. Accessing the mainframe. Welcome to Tech Her Way podcast series, a captivating journey into the lives and accomplishments of extraordinary people in the tech realm. With me, your host Merv Bingold from Innova Solutions. Join me as we delve into their journeys, uncovering their stories, successes and lessons they've learned along the way. Hello everyone, welcome to the Tech Her Way podcast series. I'm Merv Bingle, Women in Tech Champion and IT Consultant. Joining me today is Archana Rowe, Chief of Staff to CEO and VP of Corporate Strategy. We will have the privilege of exploring the world of women in leadership and strategy with Archana today. So get ready for a career journey full of challenges, skills and success in the ever-evolving landscape of technology leadership. So Hi, Archana. Welcome to Tech Her Way. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Marv. The pleasure is all mine. I'm super excited to be on this podcast. When I actually saw this for the first time at Innova Solutions, I was so thrilled to see that there is a podcast that talks to women in leadership and shares their story and journey of how they got to where they got to. So I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much, Archana. So before we get diving into our discussion, would you like to provide our audience with some background information about yourself? Sure. As you've mentioned, you know, currently Chief of Staff to the CEO here and VP of Corporate Strategy, my career really spans over 15 years in building business expertise, particularly for C-suite executives across strategy consulting, private equity due diligence, at top consulting firms like the Boston Consulting Group, the Parthenon, Ernst & Young. I've also worked in finance with banks like HSBC and have tremendous experience in education technology with companies like Cengage Learning and also with foundations like the Bill & Melinda Gates Foundation and private equity firms like Carlyle Group and BlackRock. That's, of course, all of the per- the professional side of it, but personally, I absolutely enjoy mentoring students and so I'm also senior counselor with a boutique education consulting firm called Reach Ivy and I'm also the founder of Life Work Doodles which is a blog that I run around storytelling and visual learning taking complex ideas and turning them into visuals and writing so that's a little bit about myself. Thank you so much. And I would like to start with your current role as a chief of staff and just want to find out a little bit about if there are any challenges that you faced in this role. I mean, it's a huge company and you're managing the stakeholderships here. What is it like? I think more than many ways, my past experience working in highly competitive and male-dominated industries like finance and private equity and management consulting have really set me up for success in this role. As you know, even in today's business world, a lot of companies, C-suite executives still don't really represent what society looks like. So I work with a number of stakeholders here at Innova Solutions who absolutely come in with their fantastic ideas and worldviews of how things are from their past experience. And as chief of staff, it's my job to align all of these ideas and insights to what the company's wider strategy is and the company's vision is, right? And so since I work directly with the CEO, Raj Sardana, 
I work very closely with him to understand where does he want to take the company, what is the vision for the next five years, and how do we align all of the other leadership, the other C-suite executives to that vision. So that is also a big challenge that I face as uh, chief of staff, but it is really a challenge that I've taken on in my stride because this is what I've done uh, in my past experience, right? And like he said, high growth organizations often have multiple stakeholders, competing priorities, and leadership teams and executives who are working on a number of different initiatives. My job as the chief of staff is to make sure that we're prioritizing what is most important for the short term and also how that ties into the long term vision of the company. So those are some of the things that I uh, really enjoy doing as the Chief of Staff and VP of Corporate Strategy uh, is work closely with the executives on a day-to-day basis. Amazing. And it'll be quite interesting to find out in your experience if there are any essential qualities or skills that you believe are really crucial for pursuing a leadership role in technology. Absolutely. I think as women who are aiming for leadership roles, There's a couple of things we often need to keep in mind. One is being truly adaptable to the changing environments. And that's what this role demands as well on a day-to-day basis. Every day is different. Every day brings a new challenge. And as women, that comes naturally to us, right? We're often juggling multiple things at home, at work, out there in the world. So being adaptable is one of those skills I find that women do really well at and multitasking and switching your mind from a highly quantitative problem set to being able to understand how do we navigate a highly political situation at work, right? So being adaptable is one skill I find really helpful that women really have in to be in leadership roles. The other couple of things that I, I think are super important is to continuously learn, to keep upskilling yourself, be it a new technology, be it a new course that you can do, uh, understand what's happening in your environment. I'm currently pursuing a course in generative AI for leaders. I find it very helpful in how it's going to allow me as a leader to navigate change and to lead my teams in a more effective way. But I think the most important thing, skill that women need to have to pursue leadership roles is to truly have that self-belief. Uh, to know that you can do it and that you, you all you need is the right motivation and the confidence to be able to aim for and go for those uh, leadership roles. Definitely. So with the many years of experience in a leadership positions, Archana, have you navigated any gender-related uh, bias or stigma in the corporate environments you have been? In the many years that I've spent in the corporate environment, there's often been circumstances in the past in the environments that I've been in, right? I've been in highly competitive, quantitative driven environments like finance and private equity and now corporate strategy, where there are incoming biases and stereotypes about women not being quantitative enough or assertive enough. But I think what I've learned in those environments is going in and proving people wrong and proving people otherwise. I've often gone in with highly quantitative driven, data driven insights and recommendations and gone in with my analysis and confidently spoken the truth about what I've discovered about a project or about a particular initiative. And that's been very well received. And often people take that as a strength in women. So I would encourage everyone to make sure that you're 
thinking about upskilling yourself in a way that really fits in well with the demands of the environment that you're in, right? If you're in highly quantitative fields, make sure that you upskill yourself in ways in which that will help you prove that you can actually go ahead and do that work. So those are some ways in which I think I've been really successful in navigating the corporate environment. And as you grow up your career, I think being able to continue to be confident and assert yourself in ways in which that help bust and disprove some of these stereotypes is what makes women successful in leadership roles, in my opinion. Thank you so much. And how do you believe that having a gender balance within the team has contributed to the leadership roles and how does it benefit the team as well? In general, Merv, there's a long way to go, right? Be it in society or be it in the corporate world. I think women in general bring perspectives to leadership and organizations that are really good for business. If organizations can recognize this and act upon this, that's in the best interest of the company itself. Think about it. Women make up 50% of the world's population and major purchase decisions in the home are made by women. So every organization is going to benefit If there are more women in leadership and how they design products, how they design services, how they work with different partners and stakeholders. And so as a society, we cannot leave behind 50% of the population and expect to move forward, right? So I think in general, women have fantastic skills in communicating effectively, understanding what are some political dynamics or emotional quotient. And women really bring that level of EQ in every project and every initiative that they're on. And so it will be foolish for companies to leave behind women as they think about leadership or making up their leadership. So I think that's a very, very critical piece of what women bring in as benefits and perspectives to any company. Definitely. And you've been involved in a number of programs and mentored women. And how do you translate the principles of mentorship into your approach to supporting and guiding executives as a chief of staff? I think the principles of mentorship truly are about being an objective, third-person guide, a counsel, and an advisor to someone in their career. I've both been a mentor and a mentee and found great mentors, not just in women, but also in men in the different environments that I've been in. What has really worked well in mentorship is people who I've reached out to have been extremely supportive and advocated for me after seeing the skill sets that I bring to the table and the value that I add in in companies. And that's something that I've also given forward to other women in roles that I can support them in. How that's helped me in my chief of staff role is also very interesting because that's really the role of an advisor and a confidant and a mentor that I take with all of the other executives in the company here. More often than not, what you need is a very objective advice and a third-person perspective that leaders need and executives need. Because without having any personal affiliations or agenda, making sure that my job is really do anything and everything that's going to better Innova Solutions as an organization and as a company is what my job is. And so that's how I also approach every interaction that I have with executives in this role as chief of staff. Thank you. And I would like to just reflect back onto the many years of experience that you have across the various industries and roles. 
How has your background shaped your approach to problem solving and decision making in a dynamic field of technology? Absolutely. I think it's very important, not just for women, but in general for every person in leadership roles to have a diverse background. You need to work in multiple industries to gain skill sets across different industries and truly be a generalist. Because in today's world, if you know only one skill and one skill really well, of course, that helps you for a few years. But beyond that, if that technology or that skill set becomes obsolete, you need to relearn. Right. So I think coming with a diverse background myself, like I said, being an educator before, being in finance or being in private equity, all of these things have helped me be a generalist and start understanding different patterns that I'm seeing across these industries, which has really helped me in my role today as chief of staff and VP of corporate strategy in the technology world at Innova Solutions. Because it really helps you recognize the different patterns that you see across problems most of the problems will be pretty much the same, right? So how have you gone ahead and solved it in finance? How have you solved it in an education setting? How have you solved it in a strategy setting? All those skills become very important in my current role as chief of staff to bring that generalist attitude uh, from my past experience. Thank you. So, Archana, I want to continue with a question that women often get asked as opposed to men, and that is, of course, work-life balance. What are your thoughts on balancing the work life and especially within the kind of leadership positions? Do you believe that there is a gender difference in that topic? That's a great question, Merv. And I love how you said most women get asked this question because that's absolutely true, right? Because in society, there is the expectation that women need to do it all, manage home and work and be able to balance it beautifully. I do wait for the day and work for the day where this is a question that wouldn't be asked of anyone because you need to have organizations and companies that are supporting flexibility at work, be it for a man or a woman, because at the end of the day, it's very important to have a full life where both your personal and professional life feel like you're doing justice to both of them, uh, right? But the way things are right now, where it stands, it is a balancing act. I do find that you need to highly prioritize and that's what helps me and also compartmentalize what you do at work and who you are at home. You could be a mother, you could be a wife, you could be a daughter, a sister. And to be able to play all those roles beautifully, what I do is prioritize. When I'm at work, I'm 100% at work giving a full focus to it, knowing very well that everything at home is taken care of by whoever is supporting me there. But when I'm at home, I'm 100% at home. I'm, you know, with my family, giving them full attention because that then also re-energizes me as a woman in leadership to come back and do my job to the fullest the next day. Definitely. And having touched on the work-life balance, how do you find the current diversity and inclusion initiatives at Innova Solutions? If you would like to tell us a little bit about that as well. Absolutely. I'm happy to share what we're doing at Innova Solutions and what I particularly do as a woman in leadership to enable and empower other women at the company. The thing we need to keep in mind, Merv, is that it really starts at the top, right? So my CEO, my principal, who's Rat Sardana, is a huge advocate for women and the skill sets that they bring to the table. He hired me to, with the full confidence that I have the skill set 
to help him navigate and be his confidant as he's taking in our solutions through this transformative journey. He also is a big supporter of both his daughters, Sonia Sardana and Shivani Sardana, who have key leadership roles in the company. I work very closely with them and think every day about how we can bring more women into the company. How do we keep them through different challenges and stages of life that they have at the company? So there's a number of initiatives, but the one thing I wanted to point out is that it starts at the top. The leaders need to personify and embody the fact that we need more diversity and more inclusion with women at Innova Solutions. And so a couple of initiatives that we've started recently with one of our women in leadership is the Women Initiative Network. It's an employee resource group that has executive sponsorship from Shantala Sadananda, who's the president of the business finance group here at Innova Solutions. And there's a number of different things that we're, you know, hoping to do in as part of that effort, which includes sharing inspirational stories about how women have got to the top in the company. Uh, what are some ways in which we can empower women to pursue their career in roles that don't otherwise, you know, open up for women? And I think even small things like this podcast, you giving me the platform here to share my story and share what my journey has been, hopefully will be inspiring to someone else who's looking to be in leadership roles at Innova Solutions. So I think each and every one of us can contribute in ways that will bring about more diversity and inclusion for women. Definitely. And awareness is key in that, right? And that's why we're doing a podcast as well. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) Thank you so much for the insights. And I would like to continue with getting a couple of advice for the aspiring female professionals, particularly those looking to get into the leadership positions. What would you say for them? I think being in the corporate world and in the positions that I'm in right now, I know for a fact that it's not been easy, right? Any position that you look at as a young professional, uh, especially as a young woman, you look at someone in, in the CEO role or the or the VP role or the SVP role and you think, that must be really difficult. I don't think I can ever get there, right? I think the very first thing that we need to do is squash all that negative chatter in our brain and prop be the biggest advocate for yourself. You need to believe that you can go and achieve any role that's out there, any career that's out there, any position that's out there. and any salary that's out there to be right, you know, to be very frank, believe in yourself first, and then others around you will start believing in you. What I've particularly done is gone out of my comfort zone and applied to roles and applied to positions and asked for compensations that I sometimes didn't believe that, hey, do I deserve that, right? Because there's so much research that shows that women often apply to roles only when they're 100% ready for it versus men for the same roles will apply to it, even if they're 30, 40% ready for it, right? So that goes to show that we are the ones holding ourselves back, right? Of course, apart from all the other systemic changes that need to happen, women need to advocate for themselves and truly believe that they can go for any dream that they have out there. Trust me, I don't know half the times how I've gotten to the roles that I've gotten to. It's because of sheer belief in myself. I've always gone for roles that all make me a little bit uncomfortable because and I did not have full skills for and I was never fully ready for because once I got that role I believe that hey you know what if they hired me they must have seen something in me and so I just need to keep proving them right and proving myself right 
and so i think that's really the only advice that i have is is believe in yourself and of course do the hard work right take the initiatives upskill yourself continue to improve on your confidence because at the end of the day the higher up you go in in your career as a woman and as anyone it becomes less and less about the core skills but it becomes more about how you show up as a leader how you navigate and motivate other people in the team how do you bring teams together how do you collaborate and guess what these are skills women already are so good at right so it's really about having that faith and going for it that would be my only advice so go for it and and achieve what you've set out to achieve i love it advocate for yourself to everyone out there absolutely absolutely thank you and how do you see the landscape of women in leadership evolving in the future and what would be the changes that you would like to see yes i think we've come a long way but more there's a long long way to go right even in at innova solutions when i look around of course i'm a woman in leadership at in an executive role but there are so few of us and i think the first step is acknowledging it as a company as a society that there is a long way to go i have a lot of hope for women in leadership and the landscape changing in the right direction i absolutely feel we need to mirror what the society where the society stands right if there's 50% population of women we have to be at least half and half because without taking those perspectives that women have the great ideas the skill sets that they bring to the table the value that they add to businesses we are not going to progress forward and the changes that i would like to see is bringing in more women into the pipeline right for example when i'm hiring for a role what i tell my recruiters is i understand that you're not they were doing interviews at least give me 50% women resumes and 50% male resumes right let's start from there and then make sure that the pipeline keeps strong and if you're telling me that you're not able to give me 50% of resumes i i don't believe that right there's so many women out there who have fantastic degrees we also know now by research that more women graduate masters programs and undergraduate programs than men so i think it really starts from there making sure that you have a strong pipeline of women and at every stage through their corporate career you're helping support them through their motherhood through post motherhood making sure you know all the phases that a woman goes through a company is right there behind you the leaders are right there behind you initiatives are there to support them through that process so i, I know it's a long list of changes that i would like to see but more without these changes the landscape of women in leadership is not going to evolve at the pace that we want to see it definitely and on that note we've had your advice for the females in technology but i think it would be very good to have your last words on advice for other companies out there so you've mentioned having 50% of females and you know a real gender balance there what would your advice be for the other companies out there trying to improve on their gender balance improve on their diversity Absolutely. I think you know what you brought out there is is a very key point. Without the other fifty percent, which is male allyship, this is going nowhere, right? We as women can be confident in ourselves. We can get all the skills, but without the support of the other fifty percent, which is our male colleagues and people in the company who are in leadership roles, it'll be very challenging and an uphill uphill task. So my advice is to 
build a culture, build a mindset where we have true mentorship and true advocacy with the other half of the population in any company, in any society. I know for a fact that at Innova Solutions, I've already given you the example of my CEO, Rat Sardana, who's, who's a big advocate for women in leadership roles, making sure that we get through to the remaining allyship of making a business case saying, look, it's good for business if you have women in leadership roles because they are the ones who help make our products better. They help make our services better by bringing in their perspectives. I think bringing more women voices into the room and making sure that you gain that allyship with men is going to be critical, even for Innova Solutions and every other company that's out there. Thank you so much, Ashana. There was lots of insights into the women in leadership and advice to both on the leadership for females and what companies can do to support with that as well. So special thanks to you for joining us today and for all our listeners. Any last words from yourself, Ashana? Merv, this has been fantastic and this is a topic that's extremely close to my heart and as a woman in leadership here at Innova Solutions, if any employees, anybody has ideas on how we can make this better, how we can help support women more, please do reach out to me. That's part of my job is to build a culture here that supports women and groups that are minority and that are marginalized. And it's, like I said, a cause that I think is going to be very critical as we move forward in the corporate world, as we move forward in our careers. So I'm all yours. And this was fantastic. Thanks for the conversation, Merv. I think you really guided the questions in a very effective way, which helped me share my experience and share a little bit about what it is to be a woman in leadership and how to crack into those roles. Thank you so much, Achana. So thank you all for listening. Please stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for joining us on this empowering episode of Tech Her Way. We hope you found inspiration in the stories we shared today. Stay tuned for more episodes at Spotify or www.innovasolutions.com slash podcasts. Data transfer complete.